Super Talk Mississippi media production. So joining us now on the Welcome Home Beef Hotline to recap Mississippi State, Connecticut from 2017, Dominique Dillingham, MSU current assistant uh, coach and, and former player on that team. I want to start by looking all the way back at the beginning because you were part of that first signing class that Vic Schaefer likes to talk about all the time. And from the moment you signed with Mississippi State, and you knew what Mississippi State was, was as a program when you signed, to this moment, is that a, a ride that you could have seen ahead of time? Or were you as surprised as anybody else at how good this program became? Oh, I'm not surprised. Um, it was definitely, you know, what we kind of dreamed for and what we were kind of imagining. I think it was a little bit of a surprise of how quick it happened. But I think we definitely knew we could get to this point. You coming into this game with Connecticut, everybody, everybody knows what Connecticut is. You know, there, there's no, there's no hiding from the fact that they've won 111 straight games. And I, I, I made this comment when I talked to Richard Williams uh, last week about how coaches they love to play the nobody believes in us card. Well, yeah. this is a game where, <laughs> really, probably outside of the locker room, nobody did believe in you. Even the MSU fans in attendance weren't sure that that's going that, that that's they're going to go home a winner that night. What was the message in the locker room? prior to the start of this game from Coach Schaefer? I mean, I think the biggest thing we had in our mind was that loss the year before against them. And I think that was a motivating factor for us all year long. And I think that loss kind of set us up to win that game. So, I mean, going into that game, we were pretty motivated. And, you know, we just were all bought in. And we believed in Coach Schaefer's message that, we could win, and we just had to go out there and you know kind of take it to them in that those first five minutes. And I think that we did that. Yeah, that that was sort of the key to the game, in my opinion, was that you got out to a quick start, and and that was you know you think you mentioned that game from a season ago where UConn just absolutely dominated the game early and pulled out to such a large lead. And this time, you know, you guys have a nine point lead at the end of the first quarter. You go to back to the bench, you know, at the end of at the end of the first. What's everybody saying? Is it a, is it a sort of that moment of we can take these guys? Yeah, definitely. You know, we were just kind of talking about you know we can't let up. We got to keep going. So you know, you get up on somebody, you want to keep your foot on their neck. So you just want, don't want to let up, and you want to keep your foot on the gas. So that was basically what we were talking about, and we knew that they were going to make their run, and so we just wanted to make sure that we kept making our own runs. You know, Dom. Sometimes when I've, I've, you cover sports and you you see games and things. Whenever there's an underdog in a game, it seems weird to call you an underdog at this point in the season. But whenever you're an underdog, sometimes against a monster like UConn was, I think you could probably be tempted to go into a game like you got nothing to lose kind of thing. Um, that doesn't sound like that was the mentality at all. It sounds like you, you guys really thought this was a game that you could win. Is that accurate? Or, or did you all kind of have a little bit of a they're the monster, you know, we got nothing to lose kind of thing? Or, or like, like kind of like you've been saying, I, I guess, were, were you all pretty confident that despite what had happened the year before, this was a team that you could beat? Yeah, um, we were pretty confident going in just because, you know, like I said, that loss by 60 kind of motivated us all year long. And, you know, it really humbled us um, to get beat like that. It was really embarrassing. So, you know, all year long we were reminded of that loss with 60 around the locker room, the weight room. So I think that really, you know, made us stronger in the end. And, you know, 
going in, we were really confident. We kind of played with a chip on our shoulder. We really wanted to prove to the world that we weren't that same team that lost by 60 the year before. Looking at the box score, obviously, you know, Victoria Vivian's 19 points. But not a great shooting night for the whole team, basically, in 25 of 67. But defensively, against a team like Connecticut that, that just put up points on everybody all year, you guys were really, really solid. You only gave up the 64 points, and that's including the overtime. What was the defensive game plan? Did, did, was there one player you wanted to neutralize more than any other? Um, not necessarily. Uh, Connecticut, they're a great team always, so they're pretty well-rounded. Um, all five of them can always score. So what we really wanted to do and focus on is taking them out of what they wanted to do. You know, they run a really pretty offense. You know, they're like a well-oiled machine. So we just wanted to take them out of their set and make them uncomfortable. We wanted them to play a one-on-one game. And if they beat us one-on-one, we were going to be okay with that. So we just wanted to take them out of what they did really well. And I think we did a pretty good job of that. You go into you know the end of the fourth quarter, game is tied. Now you're in overtime. Obviously, the, any kind of nerves or anything like that, that that's gone now. Now you know it, you're five minutes away from, from you know either going to the national championship game or not. What's Coach Coach Schaefer's message now going into overtime? Um, just basically, this is our game. Um, every day in practice, we used to, uh, have a drill. It's called Bulldog. It's about four to five minutes and. It's just about toughness, and we do it every day in practice. So we knew that we had did that drill so many times. When we got in that moment in overtime, we were just like, this is another game of Bulldog. We got this. You know, we're made for this. So we knew we had that game. Only 6-4 to four in the overtime. Only 10 points scored total. Were you surprised at just how tight it was in that overtime as far as getting points? Um, Not as – not – surprised just because it was kind of back and forth that whole second half so I mean we were both playing a little tired game so I wasn't too surprised I wish you weren't a coach right now this is the part <laughs> that I, w- I wish you weren't still I thought you, you I wish you were just with an accountant or just because I would love to know the truth of what you thought about that foul call on uh, <laughs> on Katie Lee Samson I know you can't say though I know yeah. you can't I can't say but I think we all know the answer to that but you know, now, now the game's tied 64-64. Then you turn the ball over. They turn it right back over to you, and that yeah. sets up the heroics there. You're the one who gets the ball on in the inbound, and you're, you're bringing it up the court. It, was there a moment for you where you're thinking, I'm going ha- to make this shot to win the game? Um, what was going through my mind was I have to get this ball to Morgan some way, somehow. Um, the play was drawn up for most, so... The whole way dribbling down, I'm just like, she has to get open at some point. And then, miraculously, I don't know how, somehow she got open at the last second. And, you know, she made a great shot. But, I mean, if she wouldn't have got open in that moment, I probably would have had to take the last shot. Would you have made it? I mean, I would hope I would have made it. <laughs> you never know. When Morgan takes the shot, when she rises up and gets the shot off, out of her hand, you're looking at it. Do you think that's in? Oh, yeah. I had a clear, you know, line uh, view of her shot, and when it left her hand, I knew it was going in, but it was just kind of really surreal when it finally did go through and the horn blew. It was just I mean, kind of just breathtaking. It leaves her hand with, I want to say, like four-tenths of a second, and that yeah. had to be, it must have felt like four minutes hanging up in the air. <laughs> Is that accurate? Yeah, it definitely felt like it was up there forever, and when it finally went through, it was 
it was like the roof of, of the arena just got blown off. I don't, I don't remember a, a louder arena. <laughs> do you, what do you remember about the celebration? I mean, because it, it's one of those things where did, did the, the history of the moment, it, it's great that you know, we've won and we're going to go play for a national title. That's, that's the first thing. But then when did the history of we just snapped that winning streak set in for you? Um, I think probably at the bottom of the dog pile. <laughs> I mean, I remember everybody just going crazy. We all ran the mo, and at one point we all just tipped over. So it was it was really crazy. But just you know, when we finally you know got up from that dog pile, just you know realizing what we did, it was it was incredible. Did you talk to any of the UConn players on the way off the court? What did what did they have to say? Anything? Um, no, I think by the time we kind of all settled down, I think they had made their way back to the locker room, but I know it had to be hard for them. I mean, we've had many situations like that, so, I mean, it's tough. certainly is. Uh, I can't help but ask, Dom, I know that obviously you have have loved to end up with the national championship ring this this particular year, but now that some time has passed, when you look back on this season, do you kind of in some ways – feel like I guess you don't feel like the champion because you don't have the the ring but because of this accomplishment this game the magnitude of it I mean you guys leading sports center uh, it, it sent shockwaves through not just the the college basketball world but the entire sports world in some ways do you kind of feel like a champion anyway <laughs> yeah definitely I mean you know we may not have won a national championship ring or anything like that but I think we did something for the game that kind of uh, had that effect of a national championship. So, I mean, it's a game that we'll never forget, and a lot of people will never forget. And I know we made the state of Mississippi proud, and, you know, it's something that no one can ever take away from us. Do you ever get tired of talking about this game? <laughs> no, never. I never <laughs> get tired of watching it either. How many, how many times, if you had to put a low number estimate on how many times you've watched, not even the whole game, but just the final minute, how many times? Yeah. I don't think I can put a number on it. I mean, every time it comes on, I'm getting tagged or something in it. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's been a lot. I like it. Dominique Dillingham, I hope we, we get to see you very soon uh, coaching again because we want all this, this quarantine stuff to be over with as quickly as possible. We'll get everybody back on the courts and the fields where they belong. But thank you so much for joining us and talking about this game. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thanks hey. for having me. Thanks, Everyone Tom. stay safe and stay inside. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.